light falls so fast, I think the electricity has gone out. The call to prayer wafts over the balustrade, along with the smell of barbecued meat. I can see into the apartment of the family across the way. They are gathering around the table for iftar, glowing like a mini-television on the back of an airplane seat. Down below, the street is choked with Mercedes, and the lampposts are dressed up in fairy lights. Ramadan, it's a comfort to know, is just as corny as Christmas. I'm on the balcony, writing. All that's left is a weak slant of light from the kitchen. It's getting harder to see my words, but I don't need to see. No matter where I live, all my entries read the same. Like the affirmations of a political prisoner. I must be tender and unafraid. A light flips on. I look up to see the nameless French guy who lives in a room three doors down from me. He is at least 6'4". His hair is strong and shiny like a child's. His teeth are purple. They get like that when he drinks red wine. Oh, thank you. I didn't know there was a light out here. He smirks. I can't tell if it's a flirtatious smirk, a you're an idiot smirk, or some other kind I'm not sensitive enough to classify. My words seem to ring out endlessly. Have I said the wrong thing? He begins collecting ingredients for dinner. Olive oil, canned tomatoes, spaghetti, and a block of Parmesan the size of Bahrain. As far as I can tell, the nameless French guy eats pasta for every meal. I have never seen him with a friend or with a woman. I have seen him smoke in the bath and drink cheap vodka by the gallon. Once I passed him in the hallway, wearing only a thin, ratty bath towel, he was wearing the same smirk. What was the nameless French guy doing here? He did not appear to be working, studying, or vacationing. He lies on his bed all morning, and then in the hammock all afternoon. He reads Stendhal. Perhaps I could, should, ask. Nothing was forbidding me to, and yet something about him seemed to discourage it. One day, he up and vanishes. He leaves the door to his room garishly open, the bed stripped, the trash emptied. There are traces, his cigarette stub aglow in an ashtray, his guava juice three-quarters full in the fridge. Ali comes by with a group to smoke shisha in my writing space. Ali is a childhood friend of the apartment's owner and looks after the place while he's in Berlin. Habibi, he shouts when he sees me walking down the hallway and does a shoulder shimmy. Do you know what happened to the French guy? I ask him draping my arm over the fridge door as he hunts for the non-alcoholic beer. The French guy, he repeats, obviously confused. You mean the Belgian? My name is Kasia, and these are stories of people I can't forget. Join me again in two weeks for whatever strikes my fancy. 
theme music composed by John Hookstra. Down below, the sh- Bobby, stop it. <laughs>